All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 405, it is the Jason Greger Show here on Sports 1440, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. You can score a big with the same game parlay at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up today with the code SPORTS50 and get a $50 free bet. Make sure to use your game sense. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. As we're talking all things real sports, no fantasy sports, maybe a little fantasy sports, but uh, straying away from what we usually do from 11 till noon here on Sports 1440. Shout out to everyone tuning in on the Oilers Nation YouTube stream as well. Let's hit that like button. It's good for the algorithm. That's what I was taught on my time with the Oilers Nation, doing Oilers Nation after dark. It is game day. Oilers taking on the San Jose Sharks. Puck dropping that one at 8.30. That means from 7 till 8.30, we do have uh, some pregame coverage on the Oilers Nation YouTube channel with Aaron Bordato. Pre-gaming with Bordzi, 7 o'clock on the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. I got the thumbs up. Does that mean Mike Rupp is ready to go? Oh, beautiful. We'll get to that right now. Mike Rupp will be our big guest of the day. Brought to you by Silent Rides. Silent Rides is one of Alberta's premier bus charter companies with state-of-the-art motor coaches safely taking your team or group to their next destination. Visit silentrides.ca for more information. We bring in former NHLer, Pittsburgh Penguins color analyst and NHL network analyst, Mike Rupp. Micah, good afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, Connor. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good, thank you. Uh, I like that jersey set up behind you. got the Oilers represented, the Penguins. Uh, is, that, is that a Latang jersey after what he did last night? <laughs> no, it was uh, another Penguins jersey where Latang had six points, six assists in the game last night. And I come to realize, and this is the thing, when we when we see records being set, I just think we shouldn't put what Mario or Wayne has done because I saw what, what, what Latang did. I was calling that game at UBS arena in Long Island or on Long Island last night. And, uh, you know, getting the five assists in the second period NHL record for defensemen. And then obviously the six assists. Um, and then you see later Mario's done that four times. 
He's had a six assists four times. So it's like I you just it's not even it's not even fair to compare to what those guys have done. But that's a Mario jersey back there to answer your question. So what was it like? Like I mean, that five assists in one period. I mean, was it every shift he was just picking up apples? Everything he touched was gold. How how was it? And you know how was he after the game? Yeah. So you know he was um what he was doing it was uh, it. Beautiful plays. I mean, he was making beautiful plays. He was making great plays. It didn't end up on the score sheet. Just his outlet plays, his passes. Uh, but it was just they were clicking. I mean, you could tell by the score, seven nothing. I mean, you could argue it wasn't a great game, obviously, for the New York Islanders. But the Penguins were clicking, and they had everybody clicking and snapping the puck around. So a few of those assists. It's one of those games where, oh, I mean, that guy he assisted on that goal. It wasn't like not every assist was like, you know, snap to the tape back of the net like it was you know advancing the puck up the zone and you know touching it a, a couple uh you know two touches before the goal so um but he had a heck of a game and uh man I, i'll tell you what you talk even the ottawa game I, I thought that was his best game of the season the the game right before the christmas break in ottawa tough loss in overtime to the Sens, but you had uh, Chris is had three points in that one. So he's got nine points there in the last two games. But after the game, it was cool. Cool little story he shared. I talked to him in the morning at pregame skate. And he, I was just asking him, like, what'd you get? What'd you get the kids for Christmas? You know, we're talking. And he's like, hey, uh, Alex, his, his oldest wanted a Trevor Zegers jersey. And so we got him a Trevor Zegers jersey. So I was giving him a hard time. Like, well, hopefully he, uh, he wants a dad's his dad's jersey now. I'm sure he's got one already, but it was just kind of funny because uh, Latang shared a story. Uh, I thought it was really cute because obviously with the travel, the coming out of the break, you're traveling the day of, and his son Alex told him, um, "I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the entire game tonight, Dad." And, and Tanger, I guess, was like, "No, we, we got I'm coming <laughs> back late. You got early hockey in the morning. We got to get to." And uh, he's like, "You got to you know." The kid was kind of putting up a little bit of a battle. So I hope he didn't listen to dad. I hope he stayed up because, man, his dad was incredible last night in that game. Yeah, I mean, and if he stayed up really late, he would have seen a heck of a performance from those Anaheim Ducks. And uh, Zeger is putting up a four goals in the first period on the, against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, just quickly here, because we've got some people asking, uh, Yessa Pugliarvi, there was some reports of him skating in Pittsburgh, maybe signing a deal. Any news or any update on that? That's been one of the most kept secrets we were just talking about the other day and and our our crew there where i'm like what what's going on with pooley rv like we haven't really heard anything right um you know what what i have heard is that um you know what i do know is he has not been skating with the penguins so does that mean he's in wilkes does that mean he's skating on his on the side like i have no idea what is going on with yesi pooley rv and uh unfortunately i think for the penguins there's been a lot of things being talked about that have taken the air out of the room. So that question I don't think has been asked enough. And and hopefully now with a, a big game um, and a big win that they've had, maybe that's that's something we could find more details. I'll, I'll, I'll check back in next week on it, but uh, I've heard literally nothing on that front. Now, just, you know, from what you've seen with his time with the Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes, do you think that it could work? I know that the hips – you got to have questions about that with the surgery that Yes Pulley had, but do, do you think it could work in Pittsburgh for him? The, the whole thing is is what what is the what's the situation health wise, right? I mean, what kind of limitations are we talking? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I know he's always going to be looked at from where he was drafted and what he, I guess, wasn't. Um, 
But what I saw in his development, and and I'm sure there's some people that probably agree and there's some that probably disagree that have watched him a lot in Edmonton. I thought that he started to play more physically. Like, I think he started to realize, like, I don't know if I'm going to be that type of player in the league. So he started I, – I felt like he started throwing his weight around. He started being a little bit more of a force on the forecheck. And if he's healthy enough to do that, that will help this Penguins team. This Penguins team does not have big bodies that throw their weight around. They got Razim Zahorna, who who is 27, 6'6". Um, I, he, he'll do it once in a while. And I think he's still trying to figure out what it's going to take for him to stay in the league consistently. And it's going to be, it's going to be things like that, just throwing away, getting it on there on the four check. So if Jesse can, can do that on a consistent basis, there's a place for him in this lineup and, uh, we'll have to wait and see if, if, and, and, and hopefully when that, when that happens. Uh, former NHLer Mike Rupp joining us here on the Jason Greger show, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas sitting in today, uh, Mike, when you look at this Edmonton Oilers team, and obviously uh, the, the Christmas break maybe not at the best time. They're playing some good hockey, finding ways to win hockey games uh, down the stretch there when they're out in New York. But uh, it's going to be a little bit interesting uh, tonight. Down in San Jose, a team that the Oilers should beat, but we said that last time. Uh, that would led to our usual host, Jason Greger, having to grow his hair out. Tonight, Magnus Krona, a guy who's only played in one game this year, and he got lit up against the Penguins. I believe that was in relief duty. Uh, what do you think the message is to the Oilers as they go into this game against a team that's lost seven in a row, uh, gives up a lot of goals, doesn't score a whole lot. How, how do you make sure this team is ready coming back from the Christmas break? Well, I, you know, I, I think that from what you said, it, they've, there's, been, there's been situations, and it doesn't stop with, with the Oilers. I mean, there's been teams that have gotten embarrassed by them this year. You know, in, in San Jose, they're a team like, yeah, I get it. They're not very deep. They're not very skilled. They don't control many aspects of the game. But at the end of the day, like if you're not ready, they, they can beat you. And we'll see, sometimes, I mean, we've seen performances where you have a goaltender on there, you know, making 55 saves and you outplay them and they've got 17 shots and they win the game. Or uh, So I, I think you, you've seen enough here to, to be ready. I, I think the main message, even – the main message it just basically has to be be patient. Don't give them anything, right? Like I think that that's the hardest thing when you're playing against a team. Even if you're like, all right, take these guys seriously. Um, teams that are not good are not good for a reason, and they're unpredictable. Where they are on the ice is not usually where good teams are on the ice, and that goes for them and against them, and can surprise you then you just start getting away from what you do right and you start sitting there thinking like oh we're gonna have some opportunities to score here and i, I just think in those games I, a perfect example last night's game to go back because i was obviously working that game in in uh in new york with the islanders penguins and neither of those teams are san jose level but the first period is coming off the break you never know what you're going to get it was the it was the most boring first period i've seen in hockey in quite some time but it it just kind of like all right well we're not going to beat ourselves right the other team wasn't necessarily going to beat us that's the same mindset here hey the, do it make san jose beat you outright cuz that ain't going to probably happen but if you're going to start trying to get loosey goosey and think that you're going to be potting a couple extra ones and and padding the stats like that's where it gets dangerous and that's where that team can strike you uh, Mike, you, you kind of talked about the first game back. I wanted to ask you, 15 years of pro hockey, that first game back after the Christmas break, uh, how much did it change in that in that time span for you? I mean, you know, was 
maybe at the beginning of your career where guys coming back maybe a little lethargic, let's say, from the time off and compared to the last couple of years of your career, was it a little more uh, business-like, ready to go? Did that change at all in the span of your career? Well, I felt like the, the breaks were actually shorter early on in my career. We started kind of working in the extra day, right? So now you got, you've got <clears throat> what's the protected days now are 24, 25th, 26. And, um, you know, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't always the case. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think the bigger thing is just, I don't know, it was, it, it was hard. And I know at the end of the day, you're talking about playing a professional sport and all these different things, but at the end of the day, we're creatures of habit. Like we do what we do every single day. And that big thing that we always speak on, you hear people talk about, like if you watch an NHL warmup, literally the same thing happens over and over again. You have a steady cam there tape, record three warmups and watch the players. It's the exact same things another day. And my point being is when all of a sudden you're taken out of the mix and you're not skating every day and you're not in that mode, it takes a little bit to get going again. And it doesn't mean you're out of shape. It doesn't mean, uh, but it, it's just, you're so finely tuned to do it only one way that, you know, it, it becomes tough. And even the eating habits, like I just remember I go home and I'm like, Hey, listen, it's Christmas. Like I'm going to splurge a little bit there. I'm a big cookie guy. I used to go eat, you know, the, uh, you have all the aunts and the uncles and, and grandparents making their, their Christmas cookies. And I'm wolfing them down. Like this is my time. Right. And I come back and I feel like I can't even stand up on my skates and tripping, you're falling. You're like, is it the cookies? Like what's going on? Just everything's in disarray. So, um, you know, it's a tough stretch. I think right now with those three days and you get that, it's a little more regimented, um, but it's, I, I hated it. Some guys handled it great. I was not one of them. Uh, Mike, just one last question for you here. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks, they've been a bit of a, a topic on this show, especially in our YouTube chat. Uh, just, you know, sitting in first in the Pacific, obviously they've had a game, couple games in hand of the Oilers and the Kings, so we'll see how long that lasts for. But from this, from the what you've seen from this season, do you think they can, you know, maintain this and, and finish atop the Pacific, holding off the Oilers, the Kings, the Golden Knights? Um... Man, this is a tough one to unpack. Uh, for me, they, they are proving me wrong. I thought that the they would have fallen off by now, and they have not. Um, I don't think that this – put it this way. The way they've played up to this point, um, can they keep this up? I mean, sure, if you get all of those individual efforts and in, in, in the great play individually by a lot of the players, uh, yeah, I can keep up. I think that's a lot to ask. There's going to go through a stretch individually and collectively where things are going to taper off. Do they do enough in other areas of the game to stay afloat with, 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 with some of those things trailing off? I don't know. We'll have to see. I have been impressed with the way they've spoken and handled on games that they've won and they – haven't been good enough in those games and they've addressed that and publicly. And I think that that's huge. So I don't know what to make of them. I, I will tell you this though, in my opinion, we were talking about this the other day with a few analysts at NHL network. And I'm like, let me just ask you a question. If the playoffs started today, would you rather play the Vancouver Canucks or would you rather play the Edmonton Oilers? And without a hesitation, Vancouver is the team that was picked. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, it's, I, I think that the way some of the games have gone, you're getting points. That's great. I love where they're at. Way better than what we've seen of them in the recent years, and they're keeping it going a little bit longer. There's a lot of road left in this season. We'll see. But uh, I think they're going to have to tweak and, 
and kind of tighten up some other areas of their game if they still want to finish in first place. Excellent, excellent. And I'm with you. I thought they'd fall off a while ago, and they've just proved me wrong. Uh, every game they go out there and pick up those two points. So, Mike, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, happy New Year, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, Happy New Year to everybody. I'm going to the Winter Classic, heading out there tomorrow, so nice. we'll uh, be able to talk a little Winter Classic uh, hockey next week. So it'll be good. Awesome, awesome. Thanks a lot, Mike. There you go, Mike Rupp, former NHLer, NHL Network analyst, does some color work with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Latang. I don't want to bring up fantasy because we're getting called out for talking about it too much. But, man, six points last night. Pretty good if you had them. Uh, That was our big guest of the day brought to you by Silent Rides Charter Company. Visit silentrides.ca for more information. Uh, Greg texting into the Jiffy Lube inbox, 1-833-401-1440. How did Gregor's sentence go from six months to three months? Well, you know, we were feeling generous, kind, I suppose. Declan and I had the conversation and said, you know what, the Oilers, you know, they got him into this mess. They lost to the San Jose Sharks, which they should not have done. Maybe we should offer up a way for the Oilers to get him out of this mess. And the way things were going, we said, if if the Oilers win five games in a row, we'll deduct from six to three. And the Oilers went on to do so. So that's how it happened. Was it a moment of weakness by Declan and I? Perhaps. Are we taking some flack for it? Yeah, for sure. But three months is a long time to go with the Friar Tuck, the Mr. Burns. The Leahy. The Leahy, whatever you want to call it. And it's quite evident. So he's going to do it for another six, seven weeks, and it's, it's going to go down. Greg says should go double or nothing on tonight's game. That'd be awesome. I don't. No. Think, I don't think Gregor will be on board. And uh, you know what? You you and Declan did show some mercy in serving up this uh, compromise to to Jason. You know who's not pleased about this uh, or um, order that you've worked out? Kevin Carius. He is. Uh, he's repulsed that Gregor got out of this uh, with only half of a, a half of a sentence served. He's not pleased. He thinks he should still have to do it all. And uh, he 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 gave a little heat to you and Declan for for giving him that offer. Well. You know, I, I toy with the idea of myself. You know, did I make a mistake? <laughs> Keeps you up at night? Sometimes. <laughs> it could have been sick. He could have had, like, the Hulk Hogan. We had, uh, I think it was Pancakes Penner text in or might have been on YouTube. It's like he should grow the beard and dye it and go Hollywood Gregor, like Hollywood Hogan, <laughs> and, like, embrace it. I thought, man, that would have been so hilarious. But moment of weakness, man. Hey, he, you, he, you have too kind of a heart, Connor. Without, That's your issue. Without Gregor, is Sports 1440 a thing? Fair. Probably not. So you know what? We're going to help him out this cut, time. Cut, we, we cut him some slack. <laughs> we, we cut him some well-deserved slack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't the, uh, I'll quit my job if the Sharks lose <laughs> or win. You know, it was the hair. So we're happy to see it grow out. He, he got the reduced uh, number. I think it's February 11th. So... It's okay. Just in time for a great Valentine's Day date with his lovely wife. Just in time for my birthday. I doubt doubt Gregor's wife would be seen out on a nice dinner date with him. Because right now, you can notice it if you see him. Uh, I know he does a pretty good job of hiding it here on the stream, but it is noticeable. Another couple months down the road here still. Do you think... Many people who have that hairstyle and are like, it's not that bad, have heard or seen Gregor and now maybe have thought, 
I got to clean this up. I got to do something about this. It's This is a tale as old as time, whether <laughs> it is uh, so, uh, pop culture, uh, the Seinfeld, the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm bits, uh, elsewhere across the world of media. Like, just, just quit. Just, like, why are you hanging on? Just commit and shave the whole thing. Or if you're really that near and dear attached to your hair, get a piece, get plugs, something. Because that look, the cul-de-sac, the, the the George Costanza, the Leahy, the Burns, whatever else you want to call it. The Larry David. The, it's, it is terrible. <laughs> it is the worst of all bad hairstyles to rock. Uh, Greg, text in again. Text Gregor and see if he'll make the deal. LOL. Well, he'll be on the show in under an hour. So I will throw it out there to him, Greg, but I know his answer. He's going to say no. It's too risky, even though I... I think the Oilers will get it done. Uh, we had a friend of the show, Dr. Gonzo on YouTube's chat saying, shaving the top of my head if the Oilers lose to match Greg's hashtag solidarity. So maybe a few more of you should do that. That's a teammate right there. That is that hundred percent. I won't be doing that, but the Dr. Gonzo, we appreciate you. And you, you know, you're anonymous, so you don't even actually have to do it, but I, I do appreciate the gesture. Uh, we'll take a breaker on the Jason Gregor show. My name's Connor Halley. He's Brandon Douglas, uh, the B squad in today, giving Gregor a couple of days off still to come on this show. We're going to get to the ski report next, man. When's it going to snow in Edmonton? We need it. Well, maybe we don't need it. Skill ski hills are doing okay but it would make it a little bit easier. Also, five questions. We'll have Spec at five, and like I said, Jason Greger at 520 for In the Community, brought to you by United Cycle. It is the Jason Greger Show, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca here on Sports 1440 and Oilers Nation YouTube. 430, we're back here on the Jason Greger Show, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas alongside with you. This Thursday edition of the show, about four hours away from Puck Drop down in San Jose's The Oilers look to make it three straight and make that push back into playoff position. Still to come on this show, we will be joined by Jason Greger at 5.20. At 5 o'clock, we'll have Mark Spector. We've also got five questions coming up in about 10 to 15 minutes, but right now, let's get right into it. It's the ski report. Maybe. Let's delay it a little bit, Brandon. We don't have to jump into it right now. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. Your ski report for Thursday, December 28th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. A lack of fresh snow continues to hamper all resorts in Alberta and most of Western Canada as warm, dry weather persists. In Jasper, Marmot Basin has all lifts open except the new quad knob chair, uh, 42 centimeter base out in Jasper. Down at Lake Louise, 131 runs open, all lifts operating in a 90 centimeter base. Over at Sunshine, 78-centimeter base, all lifts running, and Norquay also with all lifts in operation and a 68-centimeter base. Nakiska, 51 runs open with their extensive snowmaking. Actually, some of the best coverage in the mountains right now. Further south, Castle Mountain, the whole mountain is open, but only advanced and expert skiing and riding is available due to what they call shark-infested waters, in layman's term, shallow snowpack and lots of natural hazards still showing through. Into BC, no new snow at Fernie, Kimberly, Kicking Horse, and Panorama, but Revelstoke has had a couple centimeters overnight and 25 centimeters in the last week, so if you're willing to make the drive, you could find some soft conditions in Revy's higher elevation. Locally, all good in Edmonton ski areas, open and operating with extended holiday hours. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. Very well done, Brandon. You did that live, not even one little hiccup. 
Well, not live. I, I do when I record it for the morning show. It is in one take. How's that for you? I was trying to pump up your tires. No need, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin and the uh, various co-hosts of the morning show do a good enough job of that when I do it during, over the course of the week. Um, and I think there is a little bit of sarcasm in it because I like to say to Kevin when he's like, "Oh, great read, dude! Great read!" Yeah, I uh, I always joke. I was like, "Well, Kevin, that is one thing that I uh, a skill I acquired at a pretty early age." was to know how to read and that's really all i have to do we get that uh, sent across to us from our friends at snow valley um so much appreciated they always do a great job giving us the deets on what's happening i'm i'm sad connor because uh, i've been an avid skier most of my life and uh now like I, I always say the state of my knees right now currently on one torn acl already been rebuilt once i don't think it's uh, probably in my near future anytime again soon well you know what? Never say never. You could get back there one day. I mean, I've, I've never been an avid skier or snowblader or... Snowblading is the best. That's Or actually, snowboarding. That, it's funny you say that because that is usually what I do when I'm in the in the mountains or especially on some uh, smaller hills like we'd have here in the city or back home at Canyon outside of Red Deer. Um, the snowblades, they're, they're a menace. They're incredibly yeah. uh, dangerous and uh, terrible in good snow and deep powder, but bombing through the trees maybe hitting the train park uh speeding up and down some groomers they're they're a ride of a time just snowboarding tried it <laughs> not my cup of tea too hard for me shredding fresh pow shredding pow ripping the gnar the gnar yeah um stoked i'm always stoked to hit the the slopes i like the idea of like going out to the mountains for a weekend and then just not skiing or snowboarding me personally that's what i used to do my buddies would go out (laughs) hit the slopes come down i'd be like a couple of beers in already hey guys let's go out when we would take ski trips uh uh, during my time at the u of a both for the agriculture club and for my fraternity uh there were guys and gals that would come and do the exact same thing they would they didn't ski they didn't or even if they did ski they might come and go out the first day and then be like, you know what? I'm just going to hang out at the chalet, sit in the hot tub all day, and absolutely crush uh, beers, which was another uh, quick flip back to this morning's uh, portion of the or version of the Kevin Carey show. One of my in or out questions for Kevin was uh, the, the ski hill beer, whether it's on the chairlift, on the hill, in the lodge, in the hot tub, in the parking lot. It's like a top five beer is the ski hill beer. It's, it's hard to compare because you know they're cold. Yeah, of course. And uh, and whether it be like the fact you're outside enjoying nature on the tailgate with maybe a little camp barbecue going or something. I like to sit on the hillside, like take a break halfway down the run, find a quiet spot, stash your poles in the in the snow and just sit there and enjoy a, a cold one. Maybe a few pulls out of the flask. Nothing better. Sunshine and hopefully. Nothing better. So that's your number one beer. Well, maybe not. De- def- for me, top three beer. Hmm. I think uh, airport beer is up there but it has to depend on you have like airport beers are good but not when you're rushed like if you're there be like ah we're kind of pushing it okay we can stop for one beer i like say, oh we're here and got through security quickly and now we have like an hour and a half to kill or maybe you're on a layover or something and you got a lot of time to kill then airport beers are right at the top um h- hotel beers like if you're at a wedding an out-of-town wedding and you're at the hotel before you leave for the ceremony you're maybe popping back in before the reception or something those are great beers Shower beers, maybe more so in my younger days. I don't really, I don't have any shower beers now. Yeah. I can't remember last time I had a shower beer. I always thought that was an overrated one. Because it gets warm very quickly. And then like, you know, you're going to stick your head like, is it like the way from the shower head to, to have it? I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. I liked uh, like 
uh, parking lot beer. Like if you're going into the uh, to a sporting like event, like a tailgate beer, tailgate, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, like never, Labor Day weekend, I haven't really done a lot of tailgate. Like go, obviously not growing up in Edmonton, like going to Elks game when I Elks games when I was younger, and even when I went to school here, um, post secondary, Elks games not really on my uh, my priority list. We loved going to to U of A games, um, not really the football games because when I went, the team was beyond terrible. They're great now, but uh, to go to the Drake, but you don't need to pregame for that. The beers are five bucks inside the Drake. Yeah, you show up and crush like a hundred of them, and watch the Bears win back to back natties as they often did. Tyler Millwood says being able to drink in a car legally is great. Limo or tour bus. That's Tyler Millwood. Steven says nothing beats after hockey beers. That's a great one. Yeah, post beer league uh, beers or in the if, room. If you played um, like junior B, like I played a little bit of senior A hockey back in Delburn, the beers after those games, win or lose, because it it's like you love to win, especially if it is competitive, like junior, senior hockey, not just beer league. But win or lose, the beers taste the same. And they're great. Montana to Rice texting in one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. ODR beers are top tier. Yeah, I mean, I, I always just like, you know, any situation with the boys on my stag, you know, it was fun to go out and everything. But there was uh, one point we were just hanging out in one of the hotel rooms, just having a couple of beers, hanging out with the boys. That's great. You can't beat it. Hotel room beers, like you said. The, Quick stop off. The ODR beers, once again, a great one because you know they're going to be cold. But actually, when I'm at the ODR, if like uh, you got a group of boys there, maybe got a little shinny going or something, I actually prefer a uh, maybe in like a nice tumbler, like your Yeti or whatever you use, um, a nice whiskey. Uh, at the ODR because that, that'll help warm you up on the inside uh, as you're, you know, ripping up and down the sheet, uh, keeping the legs going. Cold? Yeah, I mean, who... A little, little fire in your belly. I don't see it because I'm, I'm not on the slopes, but I mean, I'd be lying if I said on social media I hadn't seen friends pull out the little fireball just the, to toast the, you up. The flask inside the coat. The beers are in the backpack, which uh, I am a, a skier with a backpack because I'm always in charge of lugging around the beers. Uh, but then the flask in the jacket pocket, that is usually either schnapps or Fireball is the most common ones that I, I tout around with me. I would say solid choices. Uh, let us know into the uh, Jiffy Lube inbox. What's what's the beer? What is the ranking of beers? If you know, you know. Well, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to five questions. It is the Jason Greger Show with Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas sitting in today brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca on Sports 1440 and the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 444, welcome back to the Jason Greger Show here on Sports 1440 in the Oilers Nation. YouTube and Facebook streams. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. The show, as always, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. You can sign up today with code SPORTS50 and get a free $50 bet. Make sure to use your game sense. Coming to you live from the E-Well Studios here at Old West Edmonton Mall. It is a busy day. Lots of foot traffic today as the Boxing Day sales continue. So if you're going to come down here, I recommend coming early. Waiting till the later in the evening, it just it just gets more busy. So come down early, walk past the studio, say hello. Maybe we'll come out and say hi, but uh, definitely come down here. Brandon, uh, we were just kind of throwing it out there. One of the best beers. These things just come organically. It's nice to see it happen. Rod in the Valley says, after a day of dirt biking, a cold one hits as well. Campfire beers also. Yeah, gotta love camping, sitting out by the fire. Phil says, golf course beers. The only place you can legally drink and drive. No pun intended. I like the pun, but I don't think that's factual. I don't know. I'm not a cop. I'm not a law enforcement. I do think you can get a DUI on a golf cart. I think. Maybe if it's only on public roads. But in theory, if it's a muni course, that's public land. So well, you, get you, one you, you told there. me you can get a DUI on a horce. I think so. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be a DUI, it'd be an RUI, riding under the influence. Yeah. We could, yeah. CUI, cowboying under the influence. Got to be careful out there. Um, Tyler says, wow, that joke went right over your guys' heads. Well, he said no pun intended. I'm, gonna talk, I'm thinking you're talking about drinking and driving. No pun intended. Yeah, as in driving the golf ball. Yeah, we get the pun, but there was no pun intended. Yeah, no, you said no pun intended. I, I did. So it's like, no, Tyler said no pun intended, which if it was in fact crafted that way as a joke, then it was pun intended. Wasn't it? I th- it or wait, it, that message it wasn't, wasn't from Tyler. Tyler. No, it was from Phil. Yeah, okay. Well, Phil, the pun was intended, I think. Oh, well, either way, don't do it. Don't drink a drive. Or you will get caught. And stay in school, kids. Absolutely. And Knowing's half the battle. Finally, Mike says, boys, the best beer I ever had was the divorce just went through beer. Jeez, that would be a stressful time. So I can imagine that would be a soothing beer. Here, uh, to wrap this up, Connor, I have two favorite beers. Number one, free. Number two, cold. How's that? Those are my, those are my top two on the list. After that, uh, ski beer can come in at number three. ODR says, or sorry, BB says ODR beer. That's another one for that. Tyler and Millwood says Oilers playoff beers. Well, and I don't know if it's like anytime you consume a beer, you could just say this, but like uh, the Vegas walking down the street beer is always kind of nice. Yes. Yeah, sim- to do it openly. Similar to the message about, I think that one was from Tyler about the, um, in the illegally in the car, like the limo or tour bus. There's something about like walking down the middle of the street with a drink in your hand and knowing that you're not, in trouble it's all good it's it's like you're kind of like the first time you do it i've only been to vegas once it's kind of like you're almost like this can't be allowed but it is and it is a very very pleasant surprise and makes your time uh, on the strip much more enjoyable especially if it's on new year's eve like mine was where there are more people than i've ever seen in my life don't go to vegas on new year's eve 
That's my hot tip for the day. Yeah, if you don't like crowds, uh, you definitely don't want to do that. Okay, let's get to five questions right now. Uh, brought to you by The Brick. Canada's best Boxing Day sale is back at The Brick. Save up to $1,000 on big screen TVs and up to 50% off mattresses. That's The Brick. It's time for five questions on The Jason Greger Show. All right, Connor Halley, we got a uh, fresh batch of five questions for you, starting with tonight's Oilers and Sharks games. Keeping it simple for your Sharks game, pardon me. Keeping it simple for you. Let's get ourselves a prediction for tonight's Oilers v. Sharks. I like the simplicity of this one. Hey, and you're on camera now, too. Is this your first time on the camera today? No, and I filled in for you back in when you were sick once. I think it was in September, pretty oh, yeah. er, pretty early, actually, um, when Declan was the one controlling the cameras. He flipped me on a couple times. Uh, just uh, I've got a few things going on back here on a regular breaks basis, so when I'm hopping on the mic for just a quick here or there, I, uh, I don't bother changing it around to get myself on. And I'm doing everyone else a favor by not being on camera most of the time. Well, everyone on YouTube, say hello to Brandon as he jumps on today. Dr. Gonzo says Skyreach beers as well. Uh, we check in on the, <laughs> the YouTube best, people. The best Skyreach. Going way Rex back. all beers. Uh, favorite, uh, well, you know, prediction for tonight. Okay, uh, I'm going to say the Edmonton Oilers come out and play pretty well. I think uh, they got the young goaltender in between the pipes in young Magnus Krona. I think it's going to be a lot. I think the Oilers really get after him. I'm going to say they win 5-1. to one. You took my answer. I'll, uh, I'll say... They get up early and then maybe kind of coast the rest of the game. I will say a 4-1 the final from, is it still called the SAP Center? Sure. Shark, HP Center? No, that's the old name. SAP Center, maybe. The Shark Tank. The Shark Tank. Either way. You call it the Shark Tank, everyone's going to know. Then what everybody knows to. exactly what you're talking about. Question number two, Mr. Halley. Uh, 2023 quickly drawing to a close uh, by next week. We'll be in the new calendar year. Uh, what letter grade would you give the Oilers 2023 calendar year. Uh, okay. Yeah, it is the SAP Center. There or we go. SAP. You know what? I mean, you got to think going back to last year, they, they, they did play well down the stretch. It was really good, but the, the mission didn't get accomplished. They won a playoff round, but not two. Didn't improve upon the year before. And this year, it's been overwhelmingly disappointing. So I'm going to give them a... Hmm, would I be a good teacher or a mean teacher? Oh, let's be nice. B minus. I think they 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 did okay. They did like exceptionally like they did what they were supposed to do, but they didn't go above and beyond. So I'll say B minus. Their second half of last season was obviously very strong. Yes, uh, and and we can't ignore that fact. And yes, like you said, they didn't accomplish the goals they set out for in the playoffs, and then maybe as a result set themselves uh, or set their new goals as maybe a little too lofty. I'm, every team is going to tell you at the start of each season their goal is to win the Stanley Cup. Even the San Jose Sharks, when talking to the media, would tell you that uh, come this season. So um, what you say, B minus? Uh, B minus. I will say a C plus. That's this, what this, I was waffling this, between. The start to the season was so bad. It was. It really was. I mean, they're not failures, but they, you know, if they were in Vancouver spot, I'd, I'd jump them up to an A minus or something. But no, not not quite. Or the well, the community. There's a bit from the TV show Community. The bit that uh, pluses are made up. It's basically a teacher will uh, only give you a plus or a minus uh, whether they like you or not. Could be. 
could be. Depends, I guess, <laughs> if you're graded on the curve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, question number three. Uh, Canada 2-0 and at the World Juniors this so far, including a uh, drubbing of Latvia yesterday. Uh, how much stock do you put into the Canadians team start at the World Juniors? For me, it's not too much. I mean, this is kind of what they were supposed to do. And I know we talked about how this wasn't a team, you know, maybe with the, the name recognition that we've seen in the past. But until it gets serious in these games, you know, you're, you're taking on other powerhouses in the in the league here in the event, you know, the Finlands, the Swedens, US, those types of teams. I, I'm really unsure how to look at it. So a little bit. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Certainly not going to be mad about what they've been able to do. But I can't give them too much love to begin with. I had more stock in the Finland win before Finland lost to Germany yeah. yesterday. And all of a sudden, the Finns maybe aren't. Uh, I, they were never necessarily the front runner. I think that still belongs to the States and, and even Sweden to an extent. So uh, I, I'll give them credit for the wins. You got it. You still have to win the games. We saw Canada kind of get off to a bit of a sloppy start last uh, winter at the tournament before going on to win gold. So the fact they start the way they're actually supposed to with a couple wins over teams, they are better than. Um, we'll wait and see how things play out. Uh, uh, but I'll, I'll give them credit. Not stock, but credit. How's that? Yeah, and I mean, the, the first couple games, it's hard to tell too, right? Like you're, you're getting into it, but they get a little credit. Uh, question number four. It's been uh, one of the main topics of conversation across all programs on the station today. Uh, the news of Russell Wilson not starting the rest of the season and likely to be cut this spring from the Denver Broncos. Where do you see Russ Wilson playing next season? Well, unlikely in Denver. I think everybody probably knows that one. I, I don't know how this season wraps up for the Atlanta Falcons, but I I think they've got to try to find someone. So I don't know if they're going to take a quarterback. I don't think Heineke's the guy. don't think... Uh, Desmond Ritter's the guy. I'm going to say Atlanta because I think there's going to be other teams that will draft higher and get their quarterbacks of the future. And I mean, if, if you're a free agent quarterback, why would you not want to go to Atlanta? B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Like the weapons are there for sure. I think he could be a guy who signs a one or two year deal and, you know, in a division where you can win games. You got the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers. It's a winnable division for the Falcons, I think. So I'm going to say Atlanta. I don't know if I actually believe this, but I'm going to say it for the fun of it. I think he goes back in his next season starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Bring grass home. <laughs> that would be funny. That that would be worth a good laugh, I think, uh, after all the flack that he took for asking his way out of town originally. But uh, final question for you, Connor. Denzel Washington, the legendary actor, celebrating his 69th birthday. Nice today. Uh, what is your favorite movie of Denzel's? Well, I want to say, in case I missed some, let us know, 1-833-401-1440, because I love Denzel. I mean, there's so many good ones, and some that I've just kind of stumbled into, like with our movie watch, The Equalizer was one I hadn't seen yet, but man, he's a he's a badass in that movie, but I, I can't go away from it. Remember the Titans. I just, uh, from the first time I saw it, I loved it. I still watch it a couple times a year. He's great in it. The, the storyline's fun music's amazing so i go remember the titans uh that no once again you stole my answer just like you did for the <laughs> first question of uh, this segment so uh i will uh go more in the direction of your first answer but uh, i'll say man on fire oh okay that movie it uh f no no pun intended that movie fires me up <laughs> it uh great uh, great story but how can you not love the remember the titans that's that's all time yeah just a good one and then i mean it's not denzel but i mean his son have you seen his son's work in Ballers? No. No? 
His son is actually quite the talent. I believe he played in the NFL for some like training camps. I don't know if he actually um, got into any regular season games, but his son is uh, pretty talented. He was in Black Klansman as well. Hmm. I'm going to have to check that out. I've got a lot, much like you accumulated over the uh, the years with uh, Gregor and Struddy, talking about all these movies you haven't seen. A similar list is now growing for me with uh, with Kevin in the morning because uh, still yet to see the replacements, despite many people's uh, urgence, uh, or urgent messages saying I need to do so. And there's a couple others on there too. So uh, one of these, uh, maybe that's a good summertime thing, you know, when I don't have uh, eight different games to watch every night because I'm a, a, a sportsaholic. Yeah, well, be careful because you will get absolutely abused on the text line for the movies you haven't seen. I mean, I, I put a good dent into my list. I watched a movie every week for the entire year and uh, got a bunch of them out of the way. But yeah, I, there's still a whole lot I need to see. Uh, John David Washington was his name. Played for the Rams for a couple of years, then the rain fire of the NFL Europe, and then with the Sacramento Mountain Lions of the, I don't even know. <laughs> Football. It's an American football team based in Sacramento. It played there for three years, actually. Was that the AFL or the AAF? United Football League. Oh. So not quite as good, but uh, very interesting. No, let us know. Oh, training day. Training Great day. One. Yeah, there that was go. a good one from Gordon D. Eric. He's got a long one here. We'll have to read that uh, maybe in the next break. But yeah, training day was fantastic. King Kong ain't got... I can't say Nothing it. on me. Um... American Gangster as well. There, there's a lot. He's great. Uh, I don't know many people that don't care for Denzel Washington. And Jasmine just texting in, FYI, Amari Cooper, inactive. Well, excuse me while I drive over to the high-level bridge and throw myself off of it because uh, that's not good news for me. Injuries have left me pretty thin at the wide receiver position. Well, hit that waiver wire. Who's out there? Elijah Mitchell, probably. <laughs> Um, or not Elijah Mitchell, uh, Elijah Moore. Pardon me. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is in Detroit now. He gets like one reception a week. I don't know. Uh, Mike D says, man on fire, Brandon, the scene when the tape guy hands to the steering wheel. When he tapes the oh. hands the guys to the steering wheel. Good it's scene awesome. from Mike D. Uh, of course, we're on YouTube. If you want to go check us out, it's the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. Uh, also on Facebook. You're on the radio. You can stream us on iHeartRadio, Radio Player Canada, our website, tune in, wherever it might be. Check out our podcast as well, wherever you get them from. We'll head to break. When we come back, we're going to get you ready for tonight's action with Mark Spector of Rogers Sports and, of course, covers the Oilers. We'll also be joined by Jason Greger around 520 on the appropriately titled Jason Greger Show. Somebody is skateboarding in the mall. It's getting crazy out here. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, like I said, when we come back, Mark Spector of Rogers Sportsnet. Before we go to break, though, let's get to an update brought to you by Booster Juice. Visit a location today to refuel, refresh, and re-energize or download their new Booster Rewards app to earn, order, and enjoy. Here is Brandon Douglas. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 